0: Make sense? Get free. Welcome back to another episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical motherfucking healing. I'm your girl, your host, Adriana, aka OG Adriana, if you nasty. And y'all, I'm back on motherfucking time, back on this podcast, Mike. Um, back giving y'all the second to last episode of the season um if you don't know now you know season two is coming quickly to an end and these next couple of episodes uh, they're they're gonna be light you feel me um light-ish I will say um I I did give y'all some sneak peeks about what this episode is going to be about we are hopping back into our research bag the root of this podcast um, and the topic of the week this week. Um, but other than that, honey, we are wrapping it up. We're taking it light and easy. Um, That being said, as far as my life over this last couple of weeks, y'all, I've just been in planning mode. I've been in Christmas shopping mode. I have been in end of the year um, manifesting goals for the next calendar year mode. Um, and your girl has just been big chilling, big chilling, big healing, um, and big doing all the things that I should be doing. At least I feel that way. You know, I'm just trying to really cultivate, um, energy around me and cultivate like these specifically curated spaces and experiences in my realm um, that feel the most comfortable for me. I am practicing being super intentional lately, just about my moods and the way I'm feeling. Y'all know I had been dealing with like some sadness. I had felt myself starting to slip into some depression. Um, If you are a chronic depressed, chronically depressed person, gang gang, you know the vibes that you know, very often we can, you know, feel ourselves starting to slip into that depressive state. So being able to healthily pull myself out of that state, being able to healthily, you know, power through sadness and feel sadness without letting it consume me. I've been super proud of myself for doing that. Um, But yeah, I've, really that's really all I've been doing I'm pretty sure I'll have a little bit more of an update for y'all next week um tomorrow is the official last pre-roll of the year um which I will be attending so if you see me there obviously give me a hug or something um by the time y'all see this episode I'm pretty sure that that will have already happened um however honey I will, will recap all of that, um, and I'm sure next week we will recap, you know, the Christmas holiday and me diving headfirst into capitalism by, you know, gratefully showering my child with the things on his list, um, which is always a joy you know, for any mom I feel like, um, who, like I said, feeds into the Christmas capitalistic hype um, in any capacity. I am a super festive person. I really like the the cheer and joy and music and colors and sparkles of it all. Um, so yeah, this is always kind of my favorite time of year. So yes, I do feed into it. Um, that being said, as far as current events, honey, I don't got nothing I want to talk about. The tether the Texas weather is weathering, um, and colonizers are colonizing. But I I know that y'all don't come here for news. I know that more often than not, if you are coming here, to hear about current events and things you're just coming here to hear my perspective and take on them i ain't got nothing to say honey i don't feel like nah we ain't doing that this week um but moving right along like i said it's gonna be short and sweet right um but just to recap last week's episode y'all that was entitled um see i It's always around this point that I lose my place in the notes or I try to figure something out. My cat, if you can hear her, she's over there playing in the blinds right now. So it's a lot going on, honey. But last week's episode was entitled Hood Lullabies in Demon Time. If you know, you know, goddamn. Featuring the Billy Vincent, the Hood Baby Angel vocalist, also a rapper, also a demon ass nigga who doesn't like to be called that because y'all know how niggas be goddamn when they be trying to trying to hide their secrets in ting um but yeah the hydrated king and i had a conversation and it was a really good one we talked about the music and the feels as per usual know the vibes that was the last interview of season two the last interview of the year 2022 and i think it was a a pretty good um did I say last episode last interview whatever it was, it was the last time with y'all hearing me talk to someone else in this season in this year um so I think it was a good way to kind of wrap up the interview portion of this podcast for the season um but yeah that's being said y'all let's get into the things I have currently been ingesting before I rant too long Goodness. All right. So if you've been here before, you definitely know that when I say the things that I am currently ingesting, I mean all the many things and many means in which you can ingest things, not just physically chewing up food and sending it through your digestive tract. I think it is very important. For us to keep track of the things that we are eating, the things that we are drinking, um, but also the hobbies that we indulge in, the company we keep, the music we're listening to, the things that we are watching, you know, all the things that can be absorbed into our energy field, into our aura that can affect our minds, bodies, and spirits in good ways and bad ways. I like to use this segment of my podcast as an accountability tracker. And, um, because I do think it is very important to audit our progress. I think it is very important to look back at the things that work, like I said, and the things that do not work and make the changes as necessary. But that being said, y'all over the last week, um, as far as things that I've been eating, drinking, and the supplements I've been taking, nothing too out of the ordinary. I think I said last week, I had kind of been feeling myself starting to, to get some congestion again. So I've been drinking tea heavily, hot tea. Um, I've been drinking a little bit of matcha here and there. Definitely been drinking yerba mates. Um, and... Yeah. Cough drop mommy. I have been taking my probiotic pretty faithfully. Um, definitely feeling the effects of that. My digestion has been a one over this last week. Um, I made some chicken noodle soup, so I was, like, really craving, like, that savory, like, soup broth, like, that non-tomato-y soup broth, like, chicken noodle soup. However, I don't want to use, like, a meat substitute or anything, so I literally just put lentils um, to be, like, the protein in there, and I made this delicious-ass broth with, like so good. So oniony and garlicky and there were herbs and spices, honey. Um, there's kale in the soup. There was, uh, potatoes, carrots, some wheat nudes. Ugh. Just super good. And that soup has definitely been nourishing me over the last week. Um, Definitely been in a warm chai bag. Um, I've been back on vegan yogurt. I have not had any Greek yogurt this week. Um, Like I said, I I am trying to cut back on the dairy intake that I'm eating while I literally look over at a box of pizza because I had a free pizza that I wanted to order. And yum. Shout out to free food always. Um, And pizza is always delicious. However, yeah, back on vegan yogurt. Um, and also y'all, the game has been changed by me melting peanut butter. I don't know why I had never thought of popping peanut butter in the microwave or somewhere to melt for a few seconds so that you can pour it nicely over like your yogurt parfaits and stuff, but honey game officially changed. I am never not melting my peanut butter to put as a topping on things, um, so delicious um when it comes to like media y'all I have been like on an old school Emerald Lagasse kick um I don't know what prompted me really I think I just wanted the comfort of watching like old food Network classics and Emerald Live is one of the classics of the classic honey I feel like any home taught sh- self-taught chef or self-taught self-proclaimed chef rather um I, I feel like we all kind of learned for emerald, especially us of a certain age um nigga and I've been watching like a bunch of Amazon Prime programming and I came across, honey, a movie that is on Amazon Prime. I did not watch this. I'm not going to watch this, but, honey, it is called Finding Jesus. Made in the stylings of Finding Nemo. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Hilarious. The programming on Amazon Prime is honestly very random. Um, So if you're ever browsing on Prime Video, dog, <laughs> you will definitely see what I'm talking about. Let me take a swig of water. I feel like I had more water somewhere. Um, But yeah, that's kind of like all the media I've been watching, just kind of keeping track of my podcasts. You know, everyone's kind of ending the year. So this is like the last week of most of the podcast rotation that I listen to. Um, As far as music, there is a song that I have been listening to on repeat that I I discovered on Spotify. And I'm thinking that it's a pretty new song because... um, I looked on YouTube and the video recently dropped, like a couple of days ago dropped. Um, but it is a song called Breaking Point by Leon Thomas. Y'all know I love me a ballad. And this is, uh, Homie is singing his little R&B heart out. It is a beautiful song. It describes very, very perfectly um, some of the things that I'm feeling and have been going through as of late um so beautiful song again breaking point by leon thomas go run that if you are into r&b ballads um and y'all i've still been listening to scissors sos album um i am loving it more and more each time that i spin it low is becoming one of my new faves it's definitely like one of them vibey tracks Keeping it low. Like, it's so, like, Travis Scott-esque and just very, very vibey. And that production goes fucking insane. So, shout out to SZA and... That entire album, um, I just, I stand. I, I can't stop listening to I listen to the whole album every single day. Um, I've also recently listened to the new Omar Apollo album. And there's a song on that album called Invincible featuring Daniel Caesar that I really like. But there's a bunch of songs on that I like. Omar Apollo really doesn't miss. And I really like how he's veering out of that r&b bag that he's been so heavily into you know um but either way super good music me myself where music is concerned as a whole i've been heavy in my r&b bag that's really all i've been wanting to listen to lately um shout out like i said coco jones fucking leon thomas for these beautiful ballads that kind of sent me into this r&b mood um and yeah, it's Christmas time, y'all. So Christmas music is definitely happening in the rotation. Um, I, I haven't been listening to nearly as much Christmas music as I typically do, Um, but I, I'm planning on, on hopping into that Christmas music bag, especially with my off days from work coming up. But that being said, y'all, like I said, for the second to last episode of this season, we are hopping deep back into our research bag. We got some things to cover to talk about before the year is over. Um, And I could not think of a better topic of the week for this week, right? So let's get into it. All right, y'all. This week's topic of the week is accountability, y'all. So I know we have talked so much on this podcast about accountability, but I... I I just knew that it was time for us to hop into the, the psychology of what that even means, like what accountability even is Um, and all those ting. um, I think it is very kind of counterproductive to be preaching certain things and not give the full scope of why quote unquote you're preaching certain things. Right. Um, So like I said before, this is the second to last episode of the season. I do want to keep it short and sweet and light. However, um, yeah, I think it is a perfect time to hop back into the root of this podcast, the root of why I began this podcast, um, which is to research, research, things about the brain, research things having to do with mental health, things that affect us daily. You know, um it, it's one thing, you know, to discuss mental health from a testimonial place. It's one thing to discuss the nuances of mental health um from a sociological standpoint. However, looking at the psycholog- the psychology of certain things um really It brings it all together, honey. So that being said, today, the topic of the week is the psychology of accountability, y'all. So today, we are aiming to explore, number one, like I said, the psychology of accountability, two sustainable ways to practice accountability and three missed opportunities to be held accountable and to hold people in your life um, accountable. So um, I I do think that before we get started, we, we gotta, we gotta take it back. We gotta take it back and hop into some definitions. So the first definition i'm going to give is determinism so determinism is the basically the psych the psychological theory that people act based on based on cause and effect um aka people's actions occur um because they have because something caused their that action, and because they are cognizant of the effects of said action to certain some degree, right? Um, and also, I want to define free will. So, the psychology of free will, um, in this conversation means, um, basically that people act on their own volition, people do what the fuck they are going to do, um. Yeah, and free will. I think we kind of talk about free will here and there. Um, however, the free will free will in this conversation, like I said, is going to de- be defined as people people's actions being completely tied to their own their their own personal navigation right of life um it's not based on other people it's not based on outside circumstances um but it is the the literal freedom of your own personal will um but the third and final definition i'm going to uh, say before hopping into this short and sweet conversation about the psychology of accountability is the word accountability. So accountability is the condition of having to answer to, explain, or justify one's actions or beliefs to another. Um, Accountability often includes the possibility that you will be held responsible and punished if your actions cannot be justified or rewarded if they can be justified. Um, so accountability is composite of various factors. Um, those factors being, um, one being held responsible for one's actions. Um, also the presence of, or relationship to and with others. Um, you being an identify or someone being an identif- identifiable, an identifiable restarting the sentence. Um so another factor that accountability is comp comprised of is um someone being identifiable as an actor in the situation, um evaluation by an audience and the final Thing that we are going to kind of discuss um, as far as accountability, something that it's comprised of is providing validation for one's action. Um, so yeah, all of those things are kind of taken into consideration where accountability is concerned. Of course, there are several nuances when it comes to all of those bullet points that we are not going to dive super deeply into. Um, but yeah, those are just some things to think about. When we think about accountability, we do need to um those factors should be present per <laughs> All right. So, like I said, um, or going back to some of the definitions that we defined earlier, right? Accountability is a concept of determination or determinism versus free will. So in psychology, these two psychological theories of determinism and free will are often kind of pit against each other. And they are often... um, viewed as one or the other when it comes to accountability. Um so in modern psychology, um most psychologists mainly follow a deterministic view because total free will is virtual virtually impossible. Um now aside from things like sociopathy and certain antisocial personality disorders like narcissism and things um you know sometimes more often than not in those circumstances you know free will is is more likely more likely to occur um people with certain brain, disorders and neurodivergences on that side of the spectrum, on the antisocial side, right? Um, Sometimes free will is an easier thing to do because there's not that filter. You are not um, cognizant of the gaze of society and you are not thinking empathetically um, where your actions are concerned, right? Um, However, more often than not, It is virtually impossible for one to act solely on their free will in every single circumstance. Right. It's 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 just kind of impossible. Um, Like we have people. Oh, oh, one second, pausing here. Okay, so um, proponents of free will um, and something that is studied when free will psychology is looked at is that, you know, genetics and environment do influence decisions. um, But that decisions ultimately do depend on personal choice. So there, there is, And y'all know, I love to talk about duality. I love to talk about there always being nuances to every single thing. Nothing in this world is black and white, right? Um, Shout out to all the people who struggle with black and white thinking, um, AKA myself. Um, I have to very actively remind myself that nothing in this world is black and white, but that is the fact of the matter, right? Um, Though, you know- free will does exist. And that is something that we all possess within our spirit. We all have free will, right? Um, There are factors in our environments. We all have siblings. We all have family. We all have, we have pets, you know, we have jobs and careers and we have our reputations on stake and we have the, we have the, the, our children to raise and things like this. So um while free will is inherent, it is something that is inherently within us. Oftentimes when it comes to decision making, um other factors tend to be at play. That is why we can never say or that is why, you know, in psychology it is look free will is looked at as being virtually impossible, like an impossible thing to come by, right? Um, Or an impossible thing to be practiced at all times. So determinism, on the other hand, does not give people the power of choice and therefore denies accountability. And that's where it gets tricky, um, especially where psychology and the studies of accountability is concerned, um, because if most researchers in this field are looking at accountability from a deterministic viewpoint, Therefore, saying that all of our actions are because of this cause and effect type scale, and because we are always influenced by outside factors to act on certain things, um, then how could we possibly be held accountable? Because nothing is our fault. It takes the blame off of us completely. That's why it is very important um, when looking at anything to look at the full picture, but especially where accountability is concerned. Um, And when we're looking at the actual psychological nuances, I think it is super important for us to look at both the, the deterministic point of view and free will and find some sort of integration, when, when thinking about accountability, right? From that standpoint, um, but moving right along. So modern studies of accountability show that people generally feel responsible for their behavior and as if they will inevitably be held accountable for their actions. Um, accountability seems to be a necessary component to many emotions. Um, a lot of these emotions tend to be ne- more negative emotions. Um, we'll get more into why this is later. But um, some of these emotions that accountability um, is a component of is our pride, guilt, shame, and embarrassment, right? Um, So the presence of others is likely responsible for the effects of accountability um, and the way we feel toward being accountable during our accountability process and after accountability has happened, right? Um, Much of our success as human humans hinges hinges on our ability to play by society's rules thus affecting the way we act and move thus removing a bit of our free will you feel me y'all following me um but when others are present we have a strong sense that our behavior is being evaluated um swigs water which is the reason that a tiny piece, um, those tiny pieces of free will are taken away because we're always kind of cognizant. Whether consciously or subconsciously, of what the world's and society's perception of us is going to be, right? So, I would, I do want to get into those negative emotions, right? Um, specifically shame. So, I think it is important to think about shame versus accountability, they are very different things. It is very different to to shame someone about something or into doing something or away from doing something than to hold someone accountable. It is very different to hold yourself accountable than it is to feel shameful and hold a cloud of shame over your head, right? Um, so psychologist um Brent Brene Brown defines shame as the intense, painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love, um, belonging, and connection. So accountability. um, So when we think about shame, shame is ego-based. We shame ourselves and we shame others out of sheer ego, right? Um, Meaning um, we we put extreme blame on people on circumstances on ourselves to the point that we deem those things undeserving of love and of care and affection and natural human connection. Um, that is what shame is and that is completely ego based because often they are based on made up stories and projections and biases and ting, all the thing that ego is made, all the things that ego is made out of. Right. Um, Accountability, on the other hand, involves empathy, responsibility, humility, and growth, right? Um, Accountability is not comfortable, especially when in public. Um, And accountability is... Accountability is something that coincides with responsibility. We have the responsibility to not project our traumas and our hurts and our pains and our emotions and our negativity and our violence on other people in the world so that we can live harmoniously amongst each other. Um that is very different from ostracizing and shaming some person for wrongdoing. Right. Um, something that we do need to remember though when it comes to accountability especially when it comes to holding others accountable is that simply asking for or requesting accountability does not mean a person will comply or act upon the request um or whatever restrictions you placed upon them um essentially it is not your job to make them come forward and it is their job um Their responsibility rather to take their own accountability and come forward. Just because you present some situation for some that you feel that someone needs to be held accountable for, you can only control your actions and your side of things. You cannot force. It is not your job to force and plead with the opposite side, right? It is not your job to convince or sway or push the actor to doing the things that you deem as being what they need to do to be held accountable. And the same thing for yourself. You cannot force yourself into accountability because forcing, I just feel like that's ego-based as well. And it gets into those murky waters of shame. And that is something that we, shame, we is something that we absolutely need to stop um correlating with accountability. It's it's just not a thing, right? Um but moving along, on, right, onto how to hold yourself accountable or someone else, right? Um five things, right? Five ways to hold yourself or someone else accountable. Number 1, set clear expectations. Number 2, Express capability clearly. Um, for example, what do you or the person need um, to comply or meet the expectations that you've set? Number three, there must be clear measurement. Um, meaning you must agree on milestones and objective targets. Right. So brainstorm solutions when the metrics are not met. Um, so that you can come up with new milestones and objectives um to then try and hit in the event that you know certain the ones that you had previously set were not met. Um number 4 provide and request clear feedback. Number 5 outline and define clear consequences, honey. Um and then you'll be all good. You will be on your way to holding yourself or others accountable. Um so, something that I do like want to talk about before I wrap this up. See, I told y'all it's short and sweet today. We we are wrapping up the year while getting into our research bag, we're wrapping up really quickly and we're getting things done and saying what needs to be said so we can head into the new year free, right? Um, but I do want to talk about where accountability goes wrong. Um, cause oftentimes we sabotage opportunities to either hold people accountable or, um, hold ourselves accountable. Um, so what sabotaging personal accountability often looks like, um, is one justifying your behaviors. Now it's one thing to, stand on some shit that you feel and believe that you've said or done um but there's another thing um to try to go through all the loops and bounds to uh, um justify yo ain't shit ass actions nigga if you know your actions are not shit going through all these extensive stories and being as persuasive as you possibly can um, to justify those behaviors, nigga. You may be sabotaging your need for personal accountability, right? Um, Another way that you may be sabotaging personal accountability is taking, um, taking ourselves out of things, right? Or I cannot read, talking ourselves out of things. So when you're like, oh, maybe I don't need to do this, maybe I don't need to do X, Y, and Z action today, you know, or telling yourself things like I am not worthy of certain things, talking yourself out of things could mean that you are sabotaging your personal accountability. Because what if you're talking yourself out of something really, really good? Because you're ignoring the fact that you need to be accountable for your, um, damn, what is it called? For your imposter syndrome trauma or something like that. Like talking, just don't do that. Try not to talk yourself out of things. If you have the idea, if it feels safe and it feels good, do it. Goddamn. Um, But the last thing I want to mention that could be a reflection of you sabotaging your personal accountability is playing that poor me soundtrack now y'all before y'all get on my ass because y'all already know the vibes over here i am emotional mommy i do overshare a lot on the internet especially where it comes to where my feelings and emotions are concerned um i i have dialed that back a little bit um So that it more so reflects my brand, um, which is the feels goddamn and work and healing and and healing being this super active and authentic and raw process, right? Um, So I've really had to curate the content that I share um, to be more so a reflection of that than a reflection of this poor me soundtrack i realized that i was fucking doing that i was just being in this fucking what was me as mindset as attitude as as mentality and it was because i was denying myself the personal accountability of where the where i fucked up where i was not putting in the work and the effort to cultivate my best life um So, so yeah, playing that poor me soundtrack is probably very indicative of the fact that you are sabotaging or that you may be right. Sabotaging personal accountability. So three, um, so some mental health issues, right. That may inhibit accountability, um, and y'all already know neurodiverse gang gang over here. We love to talk about our peeps that have these chronic mental health issues because I feel like all of us deal with mental health problems um, to some extent or another. However, um, some of us really have chronic issues that we have to work at very, very consciously to uh, to kind of push through and battle, right? Um so I think it is very important to mention that sometimes with certain things that we are dealing with, accountability may not come as easy as it is for others. So, um, some, the first of the mental health issues that, that may inhibit accountability, um, depression and anxiety, right? Um, these two disorders, a lot of times psychologists love to just group these together, right? But these two things um, make it hard to think straight and stay organized, which could in turn affect the fact or affect us from recognizing um, our opportunities to be accountable and hold others accountable. Um, So another mental health order that may inhibit accountability is ADHD, um, because those with ADHD's have um, a habit of distraction that leaves them forgetting and not finishing things. Um, And another thing, and this is a huge blocker of accountability, according to psychologists, um, is childhood trauma. So childhood trauma often leaves you with damaging beliefs about self-worth and it leads It sends you into this endless loop of self-sabotage, which often includes, um, the inability to recognize when you are wrong, um, it kind of gives us this inability to recognize when other people are doing us wrong, um, and we trauma bond and, uh, it's Heal your childhood tings. That is all I'm going to say about that. Um, But just to wrap up this topic of the week, this week, y'all, the last research-based topic of the week of the season, just to wrap up, I do want to talk about um, some of the benefits of personal accountability, the benefits of holding your own motherfucking self accountable, right? Um, Some benefits are more self-worth. Um, You take more action and initiative to doing the things in your life. um, Right. Others trust you more and your relationships improve because, nigga, when you are unapologetically accountable for all of your shit, um, you are able to walk in to you're able to walk with another level of authenticity that other people can really see and admire and they're able to just love on you. Being loved as your authentic self, um, I, I'm sure there's nothing like it, you know? Um, I, I That has to be the most beautiful thing ever. And I don't just mean romantic love at all. Um, but being loved and accepted and cared for for your full authentic self who is able to hold themselves and others accountable for where you got yourself and others fucked up and where you got yourself fucked up and where others got you fucked up. (sighs) I can't, I just, I, I really, really stand. Um, so just to sum all of this up, Dog, hold yourself accountable. Hold the other people in your life accountable. Um, keep in mind the things that we mentioned that you that must be present when accountability is present, you know, such as metrics and certain milestones and there being. People being held responsible. You you know the things. Listen back to all the shit that I just said. Cause I need some water and I don't know where a water bottle is. So I must stop talking now. But um uh, yeah. Let's get into OG says because I got something to motherfucking say. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something y'all so this week another very short and sweet OG says um but yeah this week's OG says is set and revisit your intentions for every aspect of your life um y'all we moving into the new calendar year y'all already know that everyone is kind of in reset mode um so now as is all the time um but now especially is a very very good time for you to start setting your intentions start revisiting intentions maybe that you had set um so that you can just be super intentional in every aspect of your life like re- like if you have the intention of being An early riser, right? And getting your day started super early, set that intention and think about the things that you have to do in order to make that happen. Um, You know, we like to talk a lot about manifesting. However, if our intentions are not set, fully um in the direction of which we want those manifestations to go they'll never come to fruition so yeah um before i start rambling too much that is really all i have to say y'all set and revisit the intentions that you make for every aspect of your life um yeah let's end the episode y'all all right friends so y'all know i love to end these episodes with what i like to call an energetic climate um some sort of spiritually divinely led guided message to lead us um, as a collective into the week to come um <clears throat> So I am keeping on the trend that I used last week. Y'all know I started off um, this podcast using this deck um, to pull little affirmations as our energetic climate. So we we going back to our roots, honey, as we close out the second to last episode of this season, right? Um, so yeah. I'm pulling from the I am everything affirmation card deck by Tarisha Clark. I am just giving it a good shuffle, taking some breaths, asking God and all of our spirits of benevolence to come in on behalf of the collective and give us some clear and precise messages, honey, to lead us into the week to come. All right, I'm pulling. Ooh. Card number 21, I am happy. I take control of my happiness. When my happiness depends on others' actions, I am at the mercy of things I cannot control. Instead, I choose to cultivate consistent happiness by focusing on the things I love about myself. Honey, I am happy. Ooh. What a word. A word that I needed a lot. Um, I'm actually going to leave this card out um, so I can revisit it in the morning and throughout tonight. Um, Because, damn, I don't know if that could have came at a better time. But that being said, friends, y'all, we done. Um, We have wrapped up the second to last episode of this season of organic with og adriana thank you so motherfucking much for being here i appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening to my voice um as per use y'all can follow me on instagram at OG Adriana, that is my personal Instagram, which I use as a micro blog. Um, and I post kind of sporadically on there because I am really trying to get my social media consumption in order. That's something that I forgot to mention in the ingestic segment. But moving along, you can also follow me at Organic with OG. That is my podcast, Instagram, where I post podcast updates as well as aesthetic themes. Um, you can follow this YouTube channel. I actually have a piece of newly filmed content that will be going up soon come, soon come, honey. Just just know some events have been filmed and your girl may or may not have picked up the camera to vlog. Um, so be on the lookout for that before the year is over, allegedly, um, on my YouTube channel, OJ Adriana. Um, you can follow me at Twitter, on Twitter, at your own risk, at OJ Adriana underscore. Um, and of course, stream this podcast, continue to share this podcast, continue to run up the episodes maybe that you missed throughout the season, because next week, honey, it's the season finale, and I could not be so grateful. Or I cannot be more grateful um, than the growth, or honey, okay, child, what is sentencing? Uh, But I cannot be more grateful than I am for the growth of this podcast. But that being said, my brother is calling me because he's picking up an order from me. So bye, y'all. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.